The information in this program is for educational purposes only and is not meant to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness or disease or injury. Consult a qualified health practitioner for answers to your personal medical questions. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Are you or your loved one in pain, facing surgery, or taking drugs with no end in sight? Don't give up hope. Dr. Yardley has had success with thousands of patients who previously tried all kinds of different procedures, but to no avail. Patients come from around the world to right here in the Northwest to get treatment from Dr. Yardley. So listen and learn about his unique and natural methods and the possibilities for you. This is Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. Cher joins us. Cher, welcome. It's good to chat with you. Hi. Nice to meet you guys. It's welcome. Hey, there's Dr. Yardley as well. Cher, by the way, lives in Texas, and she's not the only patient of Dr. Yardley I know who comes from out of town to get the great treatment I've had with Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C. Doc, great to talk with you. Well, thank you. It's good to connect with you again. I wanted to ask you just to maybe talk with Cher about the gentle, non-invasive treatment, how that's worked for her. And, And I'm just curious about if she's had some of the same experiences I have. Yes, of course. So Cher, um, when you first came to us, you were dealing with some issues. You were dealing with some issues, uh, pain across the shoulders. And I think they'd been diagnosed as a partially torn rotator cuff on the right side. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I fell on a banana peel. I know that's the most inane thing that anybody could ever do, but I actually slipped and fell on a banana peel at a grocery store and I had um, hurt my back and my shoulder and my neck. Well, Cher, I think that's kind of special because I see people with, uh, they come in with torn rotator cuffs and generally the attitude is, even mine to some extent, you can only get that repaired surgically. But as I talk about with a lot of our practice members, a lot of these diagnoses aren't necessarily accurate. In your case, you started under care with us. Why don't you tell us how that went for you? Well, surgery was going to be the only solution and the only thing I could do for my shoulder and for the pain that I had. But I found out that that wasn't the case. And I have perfect use of my arm and my shoulders now. That's wonderful because, you know, a lot of us spend our time in front of computers all day long. And I know a little bit about what you do, and you do a lot of that. Now, it's important to be able to do that and be pain-free and not have problems. I spend hours a day at a computer screen, and it just has made worlds of difference. I can work without the pain in my arm, without the pain in my hand, and without the pain going across my back and shoulders that was just excruciating. I was on heavy pain meds, and it still wasn't taking care of the pain. And not only did you have pain, you also had a grinding in that right shoulder, if I remember correctly as well. And the pain would be a sharp pulsating pain, which is kind of attention getting, isn't it? Yeah, it managed to get my attention just fine. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you had a knee replacement. You had a knee replacement in your left knee back in 2017. And one of the things that you talked about in the improvements was that the knees were feeling 80% better. So I'm assuming you must have still been in some degree of pain after the the actual surgery. Is that right? I was having a lot of pain, not only in my knee, but my foot and my lower leg were always bright red. And now I actually look like I have legs from the same person. (laughs) That's very good. Now, you were dealing with some nauseousness as well. You didn't feel so well. And I think that improved too, didn't it? 
that totally went away with the very first treatment I had. I know Debbie had told me, you've got to go in and see him. He will fix it. You will feel better. Just stay a few more days till you can get in and see him. And it was like no chiropractors I've been to him. I just could not believe that it would make that much difference. But yes, I just couldn't eat. I was just so nauseated. And the nausea ended, and it really hasn't been back. That's wonderful. You know, and you've made several trips back. I know you're back again right now. We're talking to you, and you've been coming in here recently. Just because I got in a car accident, somebody had the audacity to rear-end me. I knew where I needed to go, and (laughs) that meant I had to take a plane trip, regardless of COVID-19, and come up to Seattle and see somebody who could make a difference and it's worth the plane trip and everything else. It's, it's like a whole new life. So Cher, I wanted to ask you, you know, I'm a, also a patient of Dr. Lee Yardley's and I had this experience of being amazed at how gentle and non-invasive the treatment was and what a great teacher Dr. Yardley was talking about the brain body connection. And I wonder if you had that same experience of, of after the first treatment, just being amazed at how gentle non-invasive it was. And for me, the the healing improvement was so quick. Did you share any of those commonalities? Oh, I so did. It was amazing to me. I come from a family of chiropractors. And so to have something so gentle where there's no bone crunching, no cracking, no popping, no pain associated with it, no stillness, being able to walk out and just be totally changed and feel so much better. And I love the screens that he's got in his office. Um, they show about the nerves in the brain and how they connect to the different parts of the body. And when he could fix one minor thing uh, between my my skull and my neck and my stomach is fixed. I mean, immediately fixed. I absolutely love Dr. Yardley and I love the clinic and the people there. You guys have been so good to me. You've made my life well, so much you. better. <laughs> That's what we're here for, Cher. And thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. You have a great day. Uh, you know, Dr. Yardley, I would say that was an amazing story, uh, except this is what I've come to expect at the Yardley Institute. I'm so happy for Cher. How's it feel to you all these years? Do you still get a thrill out of helping people's bodies restore their ability to heal themselves? I never get sick of hearing it, but it always amazes <laughs> me, too, the, the power of the body to heal itself, because while we do, what we do is not a cure-all. Um, we see miracles every day, not because we're that great, but because the body itself is that great. And uh, we're able to tap into that and empower the body to be able to heal itself. So, uh, no, I love this. This is what we this is why we do what we do. It makes every day uh, newer and better than the day before. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. And we're back, Dr. Lee. And we're back, Dr. Lee Yardley, DC, is here. Now, Lee, we were talking uh, between the segments 
about eczema, and I guess you you had a visit about this. I can't imagine we're we're even talking about eczema. That's not something I would uh, equate with what you do. I, I, many people feel that way. Uh, my wife uh, came up to me and said that recently we had the mother of one of our practice members, uh-huh. and uh, she came up and said you need to do a radio program on eczema. Now, there's a reason that she said that. Okay. And the reason was about eight weeks before that, she, her daughter, she brought her, her daughter in to be evaluated for mm-hmm. a compromise in the brain-body connection. Sure. And in taking the history, one of the things that we found out was that her daughter suffered from eczema. Her daughter was 14 years of age. So um, they opted to begin care to get that brain-body connection connected. And one of the amazing things to them was within six weeks, the eczema was doing 80% better. No, wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. That's a skin condition. Yes. And what you do is the brain and body connection. What you do is align the brain with the spine and allow the communication to be restored between the two. Right. Eczema is on the skin. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Well, the skin... The skin is the largest organ in the human body. Now, there are many other organs. There's the kidneys, there's the liver, there's the lungs. The function of the kidneys is to remove toxins in the body. However, if the kidneys are not working as well as they're supposed to, the backup system is the skin. You mean if if the kidney can't get rid of it, it'll come out the skin? It'll come out of the skin, you see. And so the way the body works is it has a series of control systems that are linked with various um, systems like the cardiovascular system, the nervous system, the uh, respiratory system. And they all have to interface. Okay. And what makes that happen is communication. And communication occurs primarily across the nervous system. Right. Secondarily, it occurs through the endocrine system. And these systems are unfortunately vulnerable to compromises. And the area that that's most likely to occur, that it can most easily occur, is in the brain-body connection at the very top of the neck. So when we correct that brain-body connection, it now allows these systems to begin to interface and function the way that they were designed to. You're restoring the control system. Exactly. This is this is like Iron Man's suit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the movies, but Iron Man, in every Iron Man story, any every movie, every comic book, the, the basic story is... Uh, something happens to the suit, right? Something ha- he catches a missile or whatever, but mm-hmm. one of the control systems in the suit goes down. Mm-hmm. And in order for Iron Man to triumph, the suit has to be brought up to a certain level of, of functionality again for for him to save the day. How does that happen? How do they get it back up to its functionality? Well, that, that's the Tony Stark part. Oh, Tony, that's the whole he, story. Yeah, he's the brilliant guy that built the suit. He always has to fix the suit in one way or another. Well, I think that's a, a great analogy. You're Tony Stark? Um, n- um, no, I don't think so. But, <laughs> but anyway, it's a great analogy when you take a look at it because it is, you know, it's very much how the body works. And so um, when you start dealing with things like skin conditions and eczema and things like uh-huh. that, um, the amazing thing is they can respond so well. How how often has eczema responded to your treatments? I see it. it year in and year out. It's perennial. And, and Multiple cases, dozens of cases. There was a case that I saw many years ago, in my early years of practice. A young girl was brought to me, and she was literally covered from head to foot with eczema. Wow. And she was seven years old at the time, and she was a very difficult child to like. And the reason she was difficult to like is she was in pain all of the time. Sure. And she was just very difficult to handle. Sure she was. And so we started her under care, and within about 90 days, there was dramatic improvement in her skin. Uh, within a year, it had cleared up completely. Really? And the change in this young girl that occurred during that period of time. And over the, the, the next... 
the next 12, 13 years, I saw her on a maintenance basis coming mm-hmm. in. And she'd come in. She'd come in as a teenager. And she'd say, Dr. Yardley. Well, actually, she called me Yardley. She'd say, Yardley, I'm out of adjustment. So I'd check her. And sure enough, she'd be out of adjustment. You know how she knew? How? One of the ways that you know that you've got an attack of eczema coming on is your skin starts burning and getting itchy at night. And although she hadn't broken out, yeah. she could feel that beginning, and that was telling her that, that problems were beginning to start again, and she knew to get in and get checked. Now, we didn't have to see her all that much at that stage of the game, but I actually followed her through to her late, late teenage years, and she did remarkably well. And this is something that is consistent consistent through your practice for many, many years. It is. Another case that came to see me, a young Samoan boy, about seven years of age, and um, I saw him just about three or four years ago uh, within... Within 30 days, his skin had cleared up. It was quite amazing. Now, we have to be clear here, especially when we talk about something like eczema. Mm-hmm. You don't cure eczema. That's not what this show is about. That's not what the Yardley Institute is about. That's exactly right. That's not what the Institute's about. We address only the ability of the body to heal itself and as it relates to a compromise in the brain-body connection. So when you eliminate that compromise and Mm -hmm. the brain and the body are communicating again, and that restores what, the control systems? The control systems. They can now start interfacing and functioning at 100%. And so that allows the body to heal itself? Exactly. I'm sorry, but you are Tony Stark. Thank you. I'm sure that's a compliment, and one day I'll know who Tony Stark is. Oh, Dr. Yardley. I apologize. No, that's that's all right. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. Welcome back. Great to have you listening today. Dr. Yardley, we're going to talk with your patient, Cheryl, who has only been with you for a a short time, but she's had pretty remarkable results, hasn't she? Yes, she has. She actually lives on Anderson Island. You know, there isn't a week goes by that I don't get people calling me, not wanting to travel the distance, Uh trying to find someone closer, and and usually that's not possible. Here we've got a woman that lives on an island, and she travels over regularly for the care, and she's seen great results. Let's talk to her. Cheryl, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. Dr. Yardley is here. Hi there. Hello. You two sound like friends. (laughs) We are. That's right. (laughs) Well, Cheryl, tell us what led you to see Dr. Yardley. Tell me what your condition was. Well, there are several conditions, mostly um, from years of panic attacks, sleep problems, neck and shoulder pain, back pain, you know, I, I had seen others sought help for it, and I heard Dr. Yardley's show over the years. At first, I thought he was too far away and found out he was really close, went and saw him. No, so let's, let's, let me come back here a little bit with your, um, with you said, you, I think you mentioned sleeping. You had pain when you were sleeping? Yes, I, I was nicknamed the wiggle worm. I moved all night long because I could never get comfortable. Wow. And what about, uh, you talked about uh, back pain and also neck pain. Tell me about that. Well, I I work at home and I'm at the computer a lot. So, you know, it it was very uncomfortable to sit in front of a computer. Um, 
just the, the neck pain, I uh, constantly having to get up and move around and try and get comfortable. What was interesting to me was this wasn't a new problem. You've been living with this for about five to ten years, is that correct? It, yes, it is. And it also was creating brain fog and your memory wasn't working too well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that, in fact, that was one of the first things I noticed having treatment with you. Mm-hmm. There's some clarity, huh? Well, help me out here, too, with the panic attacks. Now, that's an, to me, that's kind of an unusual thing. What, what was tied to the panic? Do you have any idea? I really don't. They started when I was around 12, and they actually dissipated during the day. I'd gotten control of them during the day, but and then they started turning up at night. And now, since... Since my treatments, they've really backed way off. Well, let's talk about this. So you go to see Dr. Yardley. Mm -hmm. You've heard the show. Um, did you find that the procedure was very painful and invasive? And <laughs> what are you laughing about? I <laughs> Pain, what is that now? <laughs> um, no, I, I was actually, when he did the first treatment, I was I was laying on my side. My husband was there, and I was just bracing for a snap or something. And... Just, just the lightest touch, and it was wow. You sound amazed when you said the lightest touch. It's like there, there must be something that follows that. Tell me more. Well, you don't really feel anything. I could hear, I don't know, just like a little brushing when you turn your head on a pillow. That, that kind of a noise. Okay. That's all that I heard. That's all that I really felt when I sat up. I felt different in that. I know that something was going on, but I, I don't really know how to explain it other than that it felt like a release. And how long was it before your uh, your memory fog and, and sort of your, your brain fog dissipated? I started to notice it within a, a couple of days, just noticing that I was able to stay on track easier with work. I'm a realtor, so um, you have to remember a lot of things and yeah. keep on track and be able to switch from one task to another. Now, I'm a big fan of sleep. So you started sleeping much better, didn't you? Oh, yes, much better. I could sleep through the night. I would get up once in the middle of the night, um, where before I would get up four and five times. I would get up and play on my iPad or whatever. <laughs> yeah. To, to bore myself and get get back to sleep. How is your uh, how is the pain that you were experiencing when you were sleeping? Did that just go away? Yeah, it's gone now. No more pain while I'm sleeping. Mm. You you got heart palpitations during the night as well. Yes. Yeah, night and wasn't your good time of the day, was it? No, and thank you for reminding me that I haven't had any, so I totally forgot about it. <laughs> See, isn't that the, the amazing thing? You're not the first patient to say, you know, that that something that was a a, a problem vanished, and you you actually forget about it because you're not dealing with it anymore. Right, right. And I would get up in the middle of the night and take antacids too. And now that you remind me about the heart palpitations, I don't take the antacids at night anymore. Now, see that I didn't know about. I didn't know, I didn't realize until you brought it up. So um, tell me this, Cheryl, how has your life changed as a product of, of this relief that you've gotten from all this pain? What's happened? I have outlook now, amazing outlook. I want to ride the Seattle to Portland ride coming up this next summer. The STP, sure. The STP, and I, I really didn't think I could do that just a few months ago. I didn't think that, that, that it was going to be in my future. And I see a lot more things in my future now physically that I was starting to lose hope. And you would recommend uh, Dr. Yardley to others? Absolutely. In fact, I don't I don't know why everybody doesn't go to him. <laughs> I, I waited six years, and why did I wait so long? 
Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for making time to talk with us today. Thank yeah. you. We really appreciate it. And it's I great that you're feeling better. I'm feeling amazing. Mm. And thank you. Thank you so much. I can't say it enough. Well, it's our pleasure. It sounds to me like you really dramatically turned her life around, Lee. Well, we made it possible for her body to turn it around. That's true. And that's what you're doing. You're restoring the brain and body connection, and the body essentially heals itself? That's correct. We don't heal. The body heals. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM. Dr. Yardley, you have a very personal story about this. Why don't you share it with us? I do. And this was back in around 89, 88, 89. And at that time, I was on vacation. And I was, uh, I decided to learn to windsurf. Never done that before. Okay. And at uh, any rate, I received a, I mean, I, I learned under what I probably looking at that after the fact was probably not a very good teacher. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. But, Where uh, was this? The, well, this was uh, down in the Caribbean, actually. Okay, good. And, he didn't hear it, so. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was Australian. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't hold that against him. But anyway, <laughs> so the thing about learning windsurfing for me at yeah. that particular time was I spent a lot of time getting up and falling off the board and getting up and falling off the board. Sure. And if I was anything, it was persistent. Because I spent eight hours one day getting up and falling off the board. 89, how old were you at the time? What, 20? Oh, yeah, right. That's correct. Maybe 12. (laughs) (laughs) But anyhow, um, I hit literally everything in the bay. I mean, I literally hit everything. One time, I almost ran over a guy who was uh, was, um, snorkeling. Oh, really? I remember the look of horror on his, his yeah, wife's I would, face. I would guess, yes. And I, I realized the only way out was to drop off the board, which I got very good at. <laughs> and uh, you spend all day going down to one end of the beach, dragging the board up the other, and then heading on out again. Okay. So uh, that was the last day of my vacation. And the next day I flew back to Seattle. And at that time, I was an avid student of a martial art known as Aikido. Okay, no so, Sunday, the next day, mm-hmm. I went on the mat um, for my first class, and something happened that had never happened before. I was unable to complete the class. Why? I started feeling nauseous. I started feeling dizzy, and I literally had to leave the class early. Now, the next day was my first day back in the office, and at that time, um, we I had a staff of five doctors. We had a staff of 15. You were just in general chiropractic at that point, right? Exactly. Okay. And um, so, uh, but there was still a significant portion of the practice that didn't see the other doctors and were waiting for me to come back. Okay. So I faced a very busy Monday. Right. So I went home. I went to bed, prepared for the next day. Figuring it's just what, something like uh, Montezuma's Revenge, something from the Caribbean. Exactly. Something that was passing. Got it. So the next day I'm uh, taking care of of people and it was about three o'clock in the afternoon. And suddenly I got hit with this nauseousness and this vertigo and this dizziness. And the only thing I could do is go in and lay down on the floor in my office, wait for it to pass 15, 20 minutes, get up, start taking care of people. I was good for another 10 to 15 minutes. Then I was back laying down again. So I limped through the afternoon, went home, went to bed, came back into the office Tuesday. And on Tuesday, it didn't start at 3 uh, p.m. It started at 2 p.m. And through the week, my ability to function got less and less and less. So I placed the senior doctor in charge of the office. The next most senior doctor, I placed myself as a patient, said, I want you to re-examine, re-x-ray me. I'm your patient. I do what you say. 
Well, two to three weeks into this, and I'm not doing very well at all. I'm going from bad to worse. Now I'm spending virtually all of my time flat on my back. If I got up, I was good for maybe 20, 25 minutes up, and then I'd have to lay back down again. How did you – I mean, this sounds you know, debilitating. This sounds like the end of your career. Well, it certainly didn't look good. How were you going to – how did you solve it? Well, I, I had a colleague of mine um, in California. And he called me up and he said, it's, your, it, it's the upper neck. It's the brain-body connection. You need to get someone that does that work and, and, and uses a very specific approach to it. And so I'd heard of a doctor up in Canada that did okay. this work. Uh, in fact, his name is Dr. Bertie. Okay. And so I called up to make an appointment with him. And they made me wait three weeks to get in and see this guy. You had three weeks of vertigo before you got to see him? Actually, it was six to seven weeks. How did you even get up to him? Did you take the train? Did somebody drive someone you up? Someone drove me. Amazing. I had to have someone drive me. And so um, uh, I was driven up, and uh, he explained what he thought the problem was. It was a Friday. Okay. I had an appointment to come back Monday to receive my, my first Treatment. correction. Mm-hmm. And um, he did this kind of funny stuff on the side of my neck. In fact, I swore he did nothing. And uh, so anyhow, he seemed to be confident. And I, the bottom line for me was, well, when can I go back and start taking care of uh, patients again? Sure. And he said the following Monday, you can go back half time. And then the Monday after that, you can go back full time. Now, you have got to be. I'm sorry. I mean, if you're if you're in regular chiropractic and you're used to manipulation and that kind of stuff, and this guy is just lightly tapped, you, you've got to be a little bit incredulous. Of course. But the proof of the pudding is in the eating. So tell me about I'll the eating. I'll give it a week. Okay. And see what happens. Fair enough. Didn't believe the guy, but what else was I going to do? Yeah, you're stuck. Exactly. So interestingly, a week later, I was back in practice half-time. A week after that, I was back in practice full-time. And at that point in time, I looked seriously at what we did and made the decision that we needed to offer this kind of care at a high level of technical excellence mm-hmm. here in the Seattle area. And you have done that now for... Well, 20 years. Actually, 25, close to 25 years now, a quarter of a century. Have you treated other people with vertigo since? Oh, many, many. In fact, I mean, the list is is a mile long. Is it really? Absolutely. And um, while I don't treat vertigo directly or specifically. Because you don't do cure directly. No, but we correct the brain-body connection. And it's amazing the changes because the whole sense of balance is interpreted in that upper cervical brainstem area. And and it has a ripple effect when there's a mechanical compromise. Once we correct that, then a lot of the uh, messaging starts getting corrected and a person's um, sense of balance begins to start normalizing. Wow. That's an amazing thing because vertigo is so debilitating if somebody has it. It strikes terror in your heart. I can speak personally for that. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Now more of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. And we're back. Thank you for sharing part of your day with us. We're honored that you've chosen to spend a little time with us. Dr. Lee Yardley, D.C., is here. Dr. Yardley, in just a moment, we're going to talk to one of your patients, Amy. But before we uh, bring her on here, I'd like you to give us a little background. Tell us what you can about her situation. Well, Amy has six children. Okay, so that must keep her busy. Yes, I mean that's a, that's three jobs, and uh, you know, and she just loves to you know live life with them. Um, but she came to us because she was being very restricted, uh, and she had been she was dealing with low back issues, and she'll tell you more about that. I can tell you that it was diagnosed as having what's called torn annular ligaments and herniations, which is just like you know that's like just a bum deal in your low back. It's really like a herniated disc, and uh, you know shots and surgery about. 
what's available to you at that point. All right. Fair enough. Let's bring her in here. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm great. Let's talk about how you ended up in Dr. Yardley's office. Six kids, huh? You've been busy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little busy. Um, about 10 years ago, I herniated two discs and tore the annular ligament, and um, it just kept getting worse until I had an MRI, and they said I had disc degeneration as well, and I pretty much was, I got sent was in constant pain all the time, and I could exercise, but then I couldn't go home and clean my house. Well, if I cleaned my house, I couldn't exercise, and it just progressively got worse until my, my dad actually heard this show and said, hey, you have to go see uh, Dr. Yardley. Was it to the point where you couldn't pick up your babies anymore and stuff like that? It was much harder. By the time it got to this point, my youngest was about three, so luckily she she didn't need as much help. But it got really hard, and there were times where my older kids were doing a lot of the housework or they were helping me change diapers because I couldn't kneel down, I couldn't bend over, even brushing my teeth was painful. It got really awful. What was the emotional impact of that? How did that feel? Because you're not an older person. I mean, you've got your whole life ahead of you. That must have been just terrible for you. It was because I've always been the kind of person who I don't sit still. I'm always doing stuff and I like to accomplish things and, you know, the house with six kids in it, there's always a lot to do. And I um, took great pride in being an active mom. And it was um, it was devastating, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, I've had my share of back problems. In fact, that's what uh, we've worked on with, with Dr. Yardley. And even though he's sitting across me right now, it's, let's be honest with each other for a second. It was quite some time before I actually got in to see Dr. Yardley. How about you? Did you wait around a while before you finally made time to go into the Yardley Institute? I did, and it took it took probably four or five months of my dad bugging me to say, fine, I will go and I will make an appointment. Just leave me alone about it. I'll do it. So, Dr. Yardley, that's a pretty common thing. You and I have talked about this before. We have. Because I've had the experience of talking to several doctors about my back and getting a variety of opinions, and I actually came pretty close to having a procedure done on my back. But your way, your approach is different. It is. And and for both you and Amy, it was like, I'm working on the wrong end. I mean, it's the other end that hurts. Right. So, Amy, you found out that you were a candidate for care. What was it like for you the first time Dr. Yardley made one of the micro-adjustments? Um, it was actually really a neat experience because a lot of my pain was on the right side of my body. And after he adjusted me, and people look at me like I'm insane when I say this, but it was also like almost like I could feel a flow that was opened up. I don't even know how to describe it other than that, like an energy flow where the whole right side of my body was kind of cool and tingly. Like, okay, it didn't feel like he did anything, but obviously something was happening, and I know, it was pretty neat. Oh, so that was like the very first time you did anything. Yep, very first time. Wow. And do I understand that prior to this, you were actually getting injections to deal with the pain? Yep, I had had um, my limit of three cortisone injections for the year, um, which, you know, lasted about two weeks and then was as if I had nothing. So to have something happen on my first visit was um, really really made me happy. And so, Amy, let's get the update. You've been going to Dr. Yardley for a while now. Have you been able to uh, exercise? Have you been able to live your life with those six kids? Um, It is literally like night and day. Um, It has changed my life completely. I now, we have a a pretty significant ridge here in Ellensburg where I live, and I hike it three times a week. 
um, sometimes more. So I'm hiking 15 to 20 miles a week and I come home and I make dinner and I clean my house and I am able to sleep at night, which was another huge thing. I would usually wake up four or five times a night to move because I hurt so much and I sleep straight now. That's very cool. Um, my husband will tell anybody this changed her life and it's real. What about those lovely cortisone shots? Gotten any more shots? Oh, no, no, no. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone else at all for my back. That is fantastic, Amy. You know, hearing your story, it sounds to me like this restoration of your health, how your life has improved, this is something that you are committed to for the rest of your days. Oh, I'm, I'm vigilant about paying attention to my body because the pain is so awful, I never want to experience it again. Well, Amy, we're just delighted that you're getting such great results. Congratulations. Thank you. And Amy travels from Ellensburg to get care. Wow. More of Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley next on Cairo Radio. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. What is fibromyalgia? I have heard the term everywhere. It's kind of, it seems like it's almost a generic term now. Can you be a little more specific for people that are listening, for me? It's a term that's used to describe a condition uh, which can be very debilitating. Okay. Uh, it's, it's achiness generally in the muscles or in the muscle joints. Your whole body? Uh, it moves around. And oh, that's the thing. I'll be darned. Unlike arthritis, which is a joint disease, which right. is specific to certain joints, this moves around. But it, it, it generally has certain characteristics, like, for instance, disturbed sleep patterns. Yep. It generally starts between the age of 20 and 50. Uh, it's a lot more uh, pr uh, pronounced, a lot more present in females than it is in males. And interestingly, it doesn't exist in third world countries. At all? At all. Well, there's an interesting that, – that's another conversation. Yes. So now I know that if I came to you and said, I have fibromyalgia, you would say, I want you to cure it. You'd say, uh-uh, we don't do that. Correct. You that do, would be correct. You do something else, which is you, you fix the, the, uh, the brain and the spine connection. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, there was a case that came to see me um, not too long ago. Okay. And uh, in this particular case, she described – uh, mid-back pain, shoulder pain, up to the neck on the left side, rib pain that would radiate around to the front. Slow down a little bit. Okay, rib pain ra radiating all the way around. What else? Right. There was a pain and burnings on the sides and the insides of the knees. But she lived with this pain on a daily basis, and she described an incredible fatigue, um, which involved the muscles and the backs of the arms and the hands. These were sore to touch. She, so she was, she, she had sore, she couldn't be touched really, and she was tired all the time. Exactly. And the pain was moving around her body. It was. It was. And, and she tried multiple things to get help with this. She tried acupuncture. Okay. She had cranial sacral therapy. She had tried chiropractic care. Okay. And as if that were not enough, she had found herself in the emergency room uh, twice dealing with irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, she also dealt with headaches. And low back pain, which you'd add on and off for years. That's an incredible amount. Those, that's a lot of different uh, symptoms, a lot of different problems. It is. It is. And this was a 53-year-old female. 
Okay, so what'd you do? Well, we evaluated her, and in her particular case, we did find a compromised brain-body connection. So we accepted her for uh, a course of treatment. Okay. And um, 30 days into it, we sat down with her, as we normally do, Mm -hmm. usually three to four weeks. We're going to sit down and evaluate a person's progress to make sure that we're getting the job done, that things are heading in the right direction. Right. And so she rated that her improvement in terms of her fibromyalgia at that point was 70% better. So we're talking... Pain all the time, moving around her body. She says uh, almost three quarters of it is gone after the first 30 days. Exactly. Now, interestingly, yes. the irritable bowel syndrome had not changed at all. The headaches, however, were doing 70% better and the low back pain 90% better. So what happened after 30 days? Well, then we continued and we were about 60 days into it and we sat down and did another evaluation. And this time the fibromyalgia was now 90% better. The irritable bowel now was 50% better. That's that's really good. And the headaches, um, uh, the headaches were doing better, but were actually had uh, started getting worse again for a bit. They weren't worse than they when they came in, yeah, that, but they weren't 70% better. But that's better. not unusual when you treat somebody like something can come back they've had previously for mm-hmm. a short period of time, right? Absolutely. That's, okay, so, that's so, so true. So 30, 60, how'd she end up? She 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 ended up doing great. Um, uh, she ended up uh, completing her course of uh, care. Mm-hmm. She continued on what we would call a wellness basis or okay. a maintenance basis, which for us we don't see people very often on that kind of uh, care. We like to get people down to once every three months where well, we're checking them four times a year. And these are the people that are holding things for three to six years. Our record is actually nine and a half years. So let me just double check. Fibromyalgia gone? Um, well, certainly her experience with it was much improved or to a point where it was virtually gone. Irritable bowel syndrome? Much better. Wow. Yeah. So, But but you can't do this every time. I mean, and it's not about curative, is it? Right. Explain to people when you say, uh, say you know, um, fixing the, the, the cranium and the spine, what that means exactly. Well, there is within the body an intelligence. This is the same intelligence that heals cuts, uh, creates babies. Sure. And we all have it in our body. And, and it's contingent upon a communication, an effective, a patent communication system between the brain and the brainstem and the body. And there are certain things that can occur which compromise that, which begin to start garbling signals to certain systems or parts of the body. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, those systems don't immediately shut down, uh, but they begin to develop a weakness. The body is continually replacing cells in the body. It starts replacing cells with weak and abnormal cells, and there's a deterioration and a loss of wholeness mm-hmm. that occurs with that. So by reconnecting the brain with the body, correcting um, that compromised uh, communication system, once again, the body can begin to start repairing itself and healing the way that it was designed to. Which is uh, an amazing thing, really, mm-hmm. when you think about it, uh, unleashing the body to do what it was designed to do. Exactly. You're listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio. Thanks for listening to Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley. You can learn more about the Yardley Institute and listen to over 50 patients share their remarkable stories. Just go to YardleyInstitute.org. Tune in next Sunday for Restoring Health, Improving Lives Naturally with Dr. Lee Yardley on Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM.